welcome back to the Igniting the Rewriting Podcast. We solve life and business problems that transform businesses and individuals into happier and fulfilled ones. On this episode, I have a chat with Rebecca Pala on Energy and Choice FM. And we talk about loving yourself. In this age and era that we are in, we find a lot of people looking for love from elsewhere. Looking for love in their boyfriends, looking for love in their husbands, looking for love on everyone else's part, but not themselves. We've got a funny relationship with ourselves that sometimes we don't love ourselves enough. Even when we we find ourselves in abusive relationships, we don't love ourselves enough that we can walk away without feeling any shame. We can walk away without feeling like we are failures. The need to love ourselves, irrespective of how someone else reacts to the way you love them, irrespective of how someone else appreciates and values the way you love them, you and I need to love ourselves enough and have the confidence, the courage to even walk away from conversations, to walk away from relationships, to walk away from friendships that are not saving us. We need not be too addicted to likes and comments on social media. We need not be addicted to getting other people's validation, love, recommendation, and respect that we stop loving ourselves. And on this episode, we go deep into what are the characteristics that you and I need to develop or the principles that we need to develop so that we love ourselves much better than anyone else can. Enjoy the episode. Several factors usually lead one into self-loathe. What does it take to exit such a state? On Motivation Monday tonight, I'm joined by author and life coach A.B. Mamabulo to talk about loving oneself. You are more than welcome to join us in the motivation. Our WhatsApp number is 079-295-1212. And you can also give us a call on 015-151-0135. AB, good evening and welcome. Uh, good evening and thank you for having me once again. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm quite well. I've noticed that a lot of people have started reviewing the year that it has been. Mm-hmm. And um, with that, then one gets to be constructive in terms of looking at their gains and their losses. Okay. And with that, then you find that sometimes one feels as though there was an opportunity that was presented to them and perhaps they didn't do as much as they should have done mm-hmm. to grab it and then just run with it. And then with that, then comes the issue of blaming yourself and that could internally then lead to self-loathe. Mm-hmm. How has it been for you? Are you have you started reviewing your year and are you loathing or are you quite happy? <laughs> <laughs> I started reviewing my year on my birthday last month and I was reflecting on the lessons that I have learned and even from the mistakes that I made throughout the year. And for me, I wouldn't say that there was an element of self-loathing, but rather there were some key areas of development or working on myself that I would need to start working on myself. So I wouldn't categorize it as it me loathing myself. Yeah, but I would say that areas of development for me. Okay, let's broaden the discussion now. When we talk about self-love, break it down for us. Uh, One psychologist said that between the ages of zero and seven, it's when a child learns their beliefs or starts developing self-esteem. 
Now in those in that age, Maslow calls it there are two categories of needs. Uh, there are self-esteem needs and there are also self-actualization needs. Now when we are growing up in irrespective of wherever we grow up in, one thing that we are looking for or what what I would call one of the primary needs, we just want our parents to tell us that they are very proud of us and we also want to, them to tell the, us that they love us and we also want them to tell us that we are enough in their eyes. But when we, when we are missing those steps, you get to a point where you've never heard that love from a parent. Then you, some would even go to the extent of seeking that love from other sources. Some, let's say, for example, it's what I call the misconceptions of love. Where you find that instead of you loving yourself, you would think that for me to be loved, I would need maybe, let's say if you're a boy or a girl, I would need to find someone, a boyfriend or a girlfriend, a husband or a wife for them to love me. Because I myself, I never had that foundation of loving myself. Some would say that no one took good care of me. The needs that I had when I was growing up, they were never met. So let me go and look for someone who would meet those needs for myself. And it's those factors that would ultimately lead someone to seeking external love from other people and situations. So when we are looking at I would say that we need to go back and look into our environment. If you didn't have that foundation where you had the affirmation or the love from a parent, it's time to look deep within and say that, you know what, my parents didn't know any better. They didn't know that for them or for me to be a well-rounded child, I need to be told that I am loved. I need to be told that I am enough. I need to be told that they are very proud of me. Now, looking at those things and realizing that they didn't know any better, they couldn't give me what I didn't have, let me go and start developing that for myself. And I would st start having a, relation, a personal relationship with myself to say that I, don't, I know that these areas, I didn't feel them or my parents didn't feel these areas in me or this void that I have in me. But let me go look deep within and start looking for areas where I could be proud of myself, areas where I could love myself irrespective of whatever challenges that you are going through. I want us to use people who don't like compliments as examples. Mm -hmm. Because I think there's something interesting about um, their self-love for the mere fact that they can't take compliments. Mm -hmm. it, it should say something about what they say to themselves. Yes. Because you've already touched on the issue of self-image. Mm -hmm. When one refuses to take compliments because they feel as though people are lying to them, for example, or pe perhaps people are just saying too much to try and boost their confidence. Mm -hmm. What does that then say about um, the element or, or, or where they are in terms of self-love? And how does one even leave that particular area in life? And sometimes we find that, you know, because we grew up in environments where they, were told, where they told us that we need to be humble. We, we shouldn't be saying nice things about ourselves because there's an element of ego in that. Mm -hmm. So you find that one of the things that causes one to not be able to accept compliments is the fact that they think that maybe people would, would think that I'm too egotistic or people would think that maybe uh, I, I'm arrogant. So it's one of those things. But you and I need to be able to take compliments because there will be times where you need someone to compliment you and to, to boost that self-image. There will be some times whereby days are hard and you might even find that, you know, you are, you are not reaching your goals or you are, you are encountering some failures. And when you've got that someone to say that, you know what, my friend, I am very proud of you and the work that you are doing or I'm, I'm, I'm so proud of you and what you are doing in the world. Whether, whether you think that it's not right or wrong, those compliments would boost your self-esteem. And I like what one psychologist said in the study of 
psychoepigenics. It's the it's where we are talking about you and developing the image that you want to be seen as. Yes, I might not feel as if because of the environment that I grew up in, I might not take compliments well. But I need to get to a point where I start seeing myself or visualizing myself as that confident person, as that person who will be able to receive compliments without being offended or thinking negative or thinking that they would mean something else. So with the issue of confidence, because at least from me, I would think that when one is confident, they're portraying themselves in a particular way that they personally want to be deemed, right? But unfortunately, then there's the issue of personalities. So there are some people who are generally shy and quiet and they like, you know, keeping to themselves. And there are those who are outspoken, very loud. They interact with just about everyone. Mm And, and and then it would seem then that there comes the issue of some element of pressure to say that I want to be like Ebenezer. I want to, to be well-spoken and, you know, not to shy away from speaking my mind and so forth. And that could then force a person to move from their comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Should people do that as they try to show themselves an element of love? I would say that you don't necessarily need to change yourself so that you would show that you love yourself. You loving yourself just as you are. Let me give you an example with me. I wouldn't say that I am a very outspoken person because when, when I look back at my environment, you find that I was a quiet person. I just wanted to sit at my own corner thinking about the things that I would be thinking, maybe observing the environment. But what I realized is that issues of, of personality, those are learned behaviors. When I was developing myself, I was taught when I was reading books on leadership and relationships, I was taught that there are some characteristics that we are looking for when we are looking for leaders. So and I started to gradually develop going and speaking my mind to, to say that I want to be a leader tomorrow and I cannot be a leader if I shy away from confrontation or I cannot be a leader if I shy away from voicing out my mind or even maybe at some times showing people that this is what I want them to do. So in, the, in, those, in, the, in those times, that's when I started to gradually work on myself. So you don't necessarily need to, to change your personality out of the bloom or try to be someone that you are not. Love, just love yourself the way you are. If you are quiet, there's nothing wrong with being quiet. There's nothing wrong with being reserved. As long as Whatever it is, how whether you are reserved, whether you are, you are you are quiet or you are outspoken, make sure that as long as you are comfortable with yourself and who you are, that's all that matters. I would like for you to talk to mostly parents, but also friends and just about everyone, because you find that obviously in terms of personalities, people differ. Mm-hmm. And growing up, then there would be that one sibling who's quiet, and mm-hmm. now the parents are always saying, "No, this one is so." quiet it's like she or he's thinking too much you must go out there and play and so forth what does that do to especially a younger person's self-love and um, should they do it perhaps to try and push them to go out of their comfort zone for their betterment or should they just sort of allow the young person to lead them in terms of just showing them the kind of personality they have as opposed to just imposing all these traits on them yeah, what you are saying, you are reminding me of one research that I was looking at not too long ago, mm-hmm. where this, this psychologist says that be ca- as a parent, be careful of the words that you are saying to your child. And if ever you, the, you are disciplining the child or you are doing something that the child might misinterpret, let's say, for example, if, say, for example, maybe I wanted to get some sweets at home. And you find that maybe at the, at that particular time, my mother or my father or whoever is taking care of me at home at that particular time, they do not want me to take the seats or to have seats. What they should do is that 
even if they discipline me and maybe give me a whoop, what what they should do afterwards is to t- to to sit with me down and say that you know my child or my son or my daughter, I am not whipping you because I don't love you. I'm not whipping you because you are you are less of a human or you don't deserve those sweets. But I am whipping you because I know that if you start eating sweets at this particular time, your health will be at risk or you might even ruin your teeth and so forth. So sit down with that child and tell them that no, the reason I'm doing this or the reason, maybe sometimes you might you might have a slip of the tongue. Sit down with that particular child and say that no, my son or my daughter. I am sorry for what I said. I didn't mean it like that. What I wanted to portray or the message that I wanted you to get is this and that. Now when you do that, the child will not misinterpret whatever it is that you are saying or the actions that you do. But if you let it pass and, and the child misinterprets or they come up with their own meanings, they might even go to the extent of, of saying that, no, my mother doesn't love me. Look at what she did. She beat me. Or my father doesn't love me. Look at what he did. He beat me. But when you've got that, those conversations to try to help the child to say that, no, the reasons I am doing this or maybe at sometimes I slipped on my tongue I should have been saying things that were constructive towards you and building you but I said something bad so having those conversations will help the child love themselves earlier you spoke about the importance of one always finding within themselves some sense of comfort mm-hmm. and I would like for you to talk to us about how does one go from obviously listening to a lot of the noise and uh, choosing to believe that which is said about them how does one move from that to finding refuge in themselves and how much does it take from them hey you, you are reminding me of my childhood i remember at some times they used to call us blacks or mansu because they, they were looking at you and they looked at your color and they said you are too black you, you look like a monkey but in those instances i remember one day i was telling i was looking at the guy who was saying that or the bully who was doing that to me and i said you know what i might be black or you might call me whatever name that you want to call me but i am black and beautiful now, in those moments, when someone was saying something negative about me, I wanted to look for something that I could I could use as positive to build myself. When someone was saying negative things, even you, if someone is saying things that you find that you, you, you are not comfortable in or they are saying things that are disempowering to you or that may be detrimental to your psychology or to your beliefs about yourself, take some time to think about what are some of the good things that you are thankful for in your life. You might find that, no, I'm thankful. Maybe let's say, for example, I'm thankful for my eyes. There are people who don't have their eyes. I'm thankful that I've got my own eyes. Now, when you find those areas in your life that you are grateful for or you are thankful for, they also help you to build that comfort and that esteem you have within yourself. So one must learn to embrace every derogatory term they've been given for whatever they have, whatever bodily shape or whatever bodily part and so forth. Not only should you embrace, mm. if it's negative, try to shape it or change it into something positive for you. The person might mean to harm you or they might be trying to harm you, but change it in such a way that whatever meaning, maybe if it's negative, you reverse that meaning and give yourself a positive meaning. That way you'll be able to build yourself. On Motivation Monday tonight, we're talking self-love with A.B. Mamawolo and uh, we would like to hear from you. Do get in touch with us. Our WhatsApp number is 079-295-1212, And you can also give us a call on 15 151 0135-015-151-0135 and we continue with motivation after the break. The time is 12 minutes to 8. This is Conversations on Energy FM 102.1 and Choice FM 
101.1. We're talking self-love tonight on Motivation Monday with AB Mamabolo. And we would like to hear your thoughts. Our WhatsApp number is 0792951212. And you can also give us a call on 015 MJ Morale from Sejol Zone 1 says, Good evening. I'm deeply moved by the motivation. We wish that more people can hear this gentleman. I got moved and stimulated very quickly. I hope more people are tuning in right now. Marinkita Panya says, Wow, wow. Thank you for powerful motivation, Mr. Mamabolo. And Rebecca, thank you for taking care of your listeners. Truly, we are leveling up. Hashtag. I am Marinkita Panyera. All right. What happens if you've been bullied about your appearance or circumstances so much that you start to believe and see what people are saying and you don't know how to change the negative into the positive? That's a question on WhatsApp. Uh, I would say that if someone is being bullying you, what you should do is that think about whatever it is that they are saying and check if it's really true about you and what they are saying. You find that if someone is saying something negative or something very bad about you, go back and say that, no, is that true about me? Is that true about my body? Is that true about everything? It, it, it goes down to what we, are, what we wanted to, to get into, the issue of self-concept. How you see yourself determines how you view yourself and how you value yourself. No matter how someone might say you look, no matter how someone might say uh, you, your body looks like or they might try to body shame you, it doesn't matter what other people are saying. The most important thing is what you are saying about yourself. Whether you agree with what they are saying or you disagree, make sure that if someone is saying negative things about you or they are trying to bully you, make sure that you refuse that bullying or you, re- you refuse giving yourself the same identity or those names refuse those names and turn them into something positive so that you would the way you'd be looking at yourself or you look at yourself it shouldn't be as they are looking at you but as you yourself are looking at yourself Podzo Michelle says um, the motivational speaker is on, is on point. I'm really inspired and motivated and then Taviso from Sashor Jujuveli says when I grow up they used to call me black and I would tell them I'm dark and lovely. Hmm. All right. That's powerful. <laughs> let's, let's get into the, the self-concept. And um, I would like for you to just um, take us through the importance of one being kind to themselves. Because I think that's where it starts when it, it comes to the issue of the self-concept. Why is it important for one to be kind and how is it practically affected? Uh, you know, so many people might say that they've got expectations of you and some might even say that we wish that you would achieve this and that or we don't think that you would achieve this and that with your life. But you and the way you see yourself, it doesn't matter what other people say or what other people think of you. The most important thing is you. Look at yourself and, and think about yourself and the future that you want to achieve. And with that future that you want to achieve, go back into your present and start prophesying or saying, they, 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 in, the, in the Bible it talks about the power in the tongue or there's power in what you are saying about yourself make sure that the future that you want to see yourself in speak that speak that life into your future irrespective of what other people are saying and i'm reminded of a quote by one by one author he says that if you can control a man's thinking you don't have to worry about his action when you determine what a man shall think you don't have to concern yourself about what he will do if you can make a man feel that he's inferior you don't have to compel him to seek an inferior status. He will seek it himself. 
You don't have you don't have to order him to the back door. He will go without even being told. And if there is no back door, he will his very nature will demand one. Now this is talking about what I usually call the success of colonialism and apartheid. They made sure that the way we were seeing ourselves or the way we looked at ourselves and whatever it is and who we were and the identity that we had, they made sure that they destroyed that. So irrespective of what's happening in your life, make sure that the way you see yourself, irrespective of how others might say or the comments that they might usher to you, make sure that the way you see yourself, make sure that you are even appreciative of what you are doing and even your life. Have some time to say that, you know what, I have achieved one, two, three, four, five. Let me just be appreciative of this and that. And there are areas that in my life that I need to work on and work on those areas. Edward Mbosi says, hello, Rebecca, this is a nice topic. I want to add a little to the topic. If you love yourself better, you also learn to love other people. And to me, I can't bully other people because it can be his or her appearance. So do you agree to say that when one loves themselves, it's easier for them to then exchange their love or to transport the love to the next person yes yes i agree okay the effect of being bullied by your body features depends on your age and the level of maturity because we did not choose to have a laser eye or pale skin etc so if you are in maturity you won't be intimidated by names used by people who bully you this is from mj morale in zone one just from what MJ has said, because it would sound or it would then seem as though one would have had to master a certain element of not listening to what people have to say. Are there particular traits or hobbies that one can take up to try and make sure that they spend a lot of time specifically looking at themselves and trying to be a better person to develop themselves without necessarily looking at what people have to say and then pondering on that. And one thing I would say that maybe it's, it's what I did when I was growing up. You know, when I wanted to build my confidence and I wanted to build the love that I wanted to have with myself, it's, it's, it's watching cartoons. You know, when you are watching cartoons, you would imagine a future or you would imagine yourself as that character that you admire in the cartoons. So whether whatever activities that you might want, sometimes maybe you might even say it's, it's what, what we call a reflection. Or, or self-imaging. Take some time and have some time. I, I, I like what Lisa Nicole says. She says that there was a time in my life when I was broke and broken. And when I was broke and broken, I had to go to the mirror and look at myself. When I was looking at the mirror watching or looking at myself, I had to forgive myself for the things that I did to myself. The way I was shameful of my body. She said that I gave up loving myself because there was a guy who I was expecting that that guy would love me. And I had to have the conversations with myself on the mirror to say that, Lisa, it doesn't matter what happened in your past. It doesn't matter what you sacrificed or what you think or what other people had said about you and your body. But me having that time in the mirror to appreciate myself and to forgive myself, that is an activity or that's a, something that I would recommend that we would engage in to build our self-confidence. Geneva at Taflop says, Hi, Rebecca and uh, Ebenezer. Thank you for the wonderful show. It has clearly given myself a whole new perspective regarding self-love. I feel encouraged to fall in love with myself more 
God bless you, Mr. Mavulo. And uh, Tepo Machete from Subayang says, I'm truly moved by this motivation. I think I'll start taking myself seriously because my peers used to make fun of my skin color. Hashtag tag love yourself. Don't be ashamed. Mission accomplished. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In terms of um, self-esteem, I want us to talk about sustenance because mm-hmm. earlier you spoke about how oftentimes when one is confident, it's always understood that then they have a huge ego or that they're full of themselves. Sometimes it goes as far as people terming these people to be forward and so forth. So it can be one thing for one to read all the books, to listen to all the podcasts, to listen to all the Motivation Monday sessions and then be fully equipped in terms of self-love. And then they go out there and they start getting all these People saying, look, I think you're doing this because you're full of yourself and in an ad. Talk to us about sustaining self-love. I would say that the most important thing is the motive. If the motive for me to be praising myself, if the motive for me to be valuing myself or being confident in myself, if the motive is to build myself and to love myself better, then it doesn't matter what other people are saying. But if you're going to do that because now instead of you loving yourself, now you want to to show other people or you you want to rub it on people's face, then the motive is bad. And when you you are doing something because you want to look down on other people, that is not self-sustainable. But when you are doing it because the motive is to build myself, to love myself better. It's not because I want to look down on someone else. It's not because I want to body shame someone else. It's not because I want to call someone else names. But it's purely because I am loving myself. When we do that, that will be self-sustaining because it's something I'm doing for myself. I'm not doing it for someone else. I'm not doing it because maybe Ebenezer said that I should do this. No. You are doing it because it's good for you and it's true because it's true. You have a beautiful body irrespective of how other people see you. You have got a beautiful skin, irrespective of other, how other people see that skin of yours. Brales Tobani at Mukopen Ramarunga says he also agrees with what you've shared with the audience. I, I want for us to deviate a bit and just look at uh, perhaps on, on a, a general societal level to say, if you were to just share, because also you've been a bully victim or a bullying victim, if you could just share with uh, some of the people who say these things to the next person, perhaps they don't, I hope they do, perhaps they don't understand the sort of impact that some of these things that they say to the next person, especially about their bodily features, how it can just affect them and and pretty much don't on term, in terms of um, their confidence. What would you say? I would say that, you know, pe- people who are hating, they tend to want to hate other people. You know, sometimes you find that the reason you are saying this negative or this bad things to the next person, it's because it's something that maybe you, you got yourself. Maybe because you are bullied at home or you are bullied at school or wherever. Now you want to turn and bully other people. Now, the, what I would like to say to you is that if you are doing this, please have some time to look at yourself because tomorrow you will be the one who will be needing that particular person. That very same person you looked at and you called them names, tomorrow you might be looking for a job and they, they would be the ones who will be offering you that job. Remember that what you are giving to other people, there will be some time for you to receive. So if you are doing those negative things, saying those bad things about other people, if you are hating, go and look for help and say that, you know what, I am really hating. I just need someone to talk to so that I'll take out this head of mine. And if you are not hating but you are doing it out of spite, change your ways because your day will come. So it turns out that even the bullies are also strangling with self-love. Yes, yes, yes. I think it's best that we leave it there. Do you have a quote for the week? I would say that 
the best quote is that the greatest love in the world is self-love. It doesn't matter what other people are saying or how others might love you. What really matters and what really counts is you, how you love yourself. Your contact details. Uh, my contact details, uh, if you want to book me as a speaker or you want to chat with me, maybe on WhatsApp or you want to further engage on this conversation, on my social media, you can you can search me at Ebenezer Mawulo. And if you want to book me as a speaker, my contact number is 071-639-7807. AB, thank you so much for talking to us tonight. Uh, thank you for having me.